Late Night Conversations Late Night Conversations Monday to Thursday 10pm till midnight Late Night Conversations on SAFM with me, Patricia Nduli. You can interact with us and join in on the conversation by calling us on 0891-104-207. Alternatively, call 011-714-4045, 011-714-2788. For WhatsApps, you can WhatsApp us on 0614-104-107 or SMS 41391. SMSs are charged at 1.50. You can... Get us as well on social media platforms at SAFM Radio or at Patricia N. Nduli. Today on our social conversations, we are speaking about us parents, adults, um, grandparents, guardians, trying to live our lives vicariously through our children. Joining us all the way from India is Anupama Dalmia, who is a Karvamir uh, Chakra Awardee, Silver, a Shiro um, champion, a 20 times award-winning blogger, author, serial entrepreneur, social influencer, and a mentor. Thank you very much for joining us, Anupama. Thank you so much for inviting me, Patricia. It's my pleasure. And I do understand that the time of uh, day for you right now is at 2 a.m., so we really appreciate you on the show. <laughs> wow. Yes, yes. Yeah, it's, it, as I said, it's my pleasure. And we've also got Dr. Newo Pule, who is right here in South Africa, to give us a South African perspective. Uh, Dr. Newo Pule is a counseling psychologist and an academic. Thank you very much for joining us, Dr. Pule. Thank you so much for having me. Now, Dr. Pule, and uh, I'd like us to start with you. As a psychologist, a counseling psychologist, have you found that a lot of students or a lot of young people um, are under frustration because their parents or guardians are trying to live vicariously through them? I have. Um, well, I mean, a, a lot is, 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 is relative, right? But um, in my experience working in private practice and working in student counseling centers, um, you find students come in to consult, usually for career counseling, um, or maybe even feeling a little bit low. Um, we can record some um, depressive symptoms um, because there is conflict between themselves and, and their parents over what they're studying and the direction of career that they've chosen or, or that they're registered for being that the choice of the parents. Um, so you'd find that the student would be unhappy at the university um, because they're studying something that they would have rather not studied um, and they made that choice because they were, wanted to make their parents happy. Um, do you think it's only at a university level or does this pressure from parents start at the at the bottom from primary school level where parents are expecting their children to be super achievers because they could not achieve things at school? Sure. I mean, look, mo- I, I, I want to make a general statement to say most parents want, want their children to have excellent lives. Most parents want to be excellent parents um, and they, you know, they really want the best for their children. Um, but sometimes this may involve encouraging children not to repeat their mistakes. Um, and it may also involve parents who want to live up to a certain ideal of parenthood, which may sometimes be unrealistic. Um, so, you know, this this is not particularly 
um, related to the child's age as such, but really the parent's state of mind and really what they would want to see happen with their children. But this is mostly about them than the, the child themselves. Anupama, you're a parent and uh, you wrote an article uh, that, um, you know, really touched a lot of uh, parents' lives and would-be parents and guardians. You, you, the, the article was titled, I don't expect my child to achieve my dreams. She will live her dreams, not mine. Can you tell us about what sparked this particular article that you wrote? Uh, yes. So I'm a writer and I write a lot on parenting and this just comes from my own experience. Of course, I'm no expert. Uh, so what? Uh, so the reason I wrote that article was that uh, I, I do see that around a lot that at times, you know, uh, we as parents and it's not that it's just others, it's me as well, you know, uh, we tend to, we all, I think most of us do have unfulfilled dreams due to various reasons, sometimes due to uh, struggles in the family. Like if I take the example of my own mom, uh, she had an aspiration to become a doctor, but she lost her father at a young age and there were other issues in the family. Sometimes there are economic challenges. So due to various reasons, uh, parents do have dreams which remain unfulfilled. And I do see that because we view our children as an extension of us, uh, rather than as separate individuals who have their own dreams or aspirations. Uh, so we, uh, somewhere, because we try to relive those dreams with them, somewhere we try to maybe, uh, you know, relieve that disappointment of not having fulfilled our dream through children. But I realize as a parent that that is not really good because, of course, you know, my child should uh, know what she really wants to be. And as a parent, I need to be that guiding light for her. So that was the reason, actually, that that's how I uh, thought of writing about uh, it. And, you know, I did uh, get, hear a lot of such comments, you know, from people around where we do say that, oh, I hope, you know, she fulfills this, uh, like, dream of mine or say, you know, maybe uh, sometimes we tell this to our friends as well. So when I wrote that article, my intention was uh, to convey that uh, as parents, of course, uh, you know, we are guiding our children, but at the same time, I think we have to help them identify what they really want. Uh, and that is what that article was about. And that is what, what that is what I hope to achieve too as a parent. Now, you know, we've heard a lot of uh, stories of uh, young people committing suicide. Dr. Pule, could this be because they are under pressure? They are doing what they did not want to do and doing what will fulfill their parents' dreams without the parents actually being explicit about what their expectations are of their children? It's possible. Um, I, I, I mean, there, there will be many things that happen before we can relate this kind of pressure to directly to suicide. But definitely, um, I have seen, um, you know, young people who are really pressured and really spiral into um, psychological um, functioning that would be negative um, for, for them that could then lead to, to, to um, uh, suicide. What I want to mention is that when, when people or children choose what they want to become or um what they you know what direction they want to follow um they they need to have some sense of self knowledge and some sense of self discovery um and and one really is able to make that kind of decision when they are clear about who they are and they've been able to answer this question quite clearly now when 
they have pressure from somewhere else, even if from their parents. This can be a very stressful uh, 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 thing to swallow and time to be in. Um, and then that can push someone to, to commit suicide because when I cannot define who I am, I don't know what I'm living for. Therefore, I I don't have anything to live for. Listen, I, I've got I've got children. I'm a mother. Although my children are not yet of teenage um, years and they're still quite young, I, I, I don't foresee how a parent then takes up the role to say, I was not able to be a doctor or I was not able to be a teacher or an accountant or a prosperous uh, business person, then I'm going to enforce it on my child. What causes that mindset in uh, a parent? Maybe, uh, Anupama, you can take this one on. Yes, so um, like I said earlier too, I think sometimes, I mean, um, like I said, at times I feel it also happens because uh, maybe somebody doesn't want the child to go through a certain kind of struggle. Now, say, suppose someone wanted to become a doctor, say, for example, and couldn't become a doctor due to certain life challenges, maybe because of economic conditions. And somewhere the mindset is that, you know, becoming a doctor would actually be good for my child. So I guess that is one of the reasons why maybe, you know, uh, some parents would uh, think that way, that, okay, maybe I want my child to become a doctor or uh, maybe an engineer. Uh, that could be one of the reasons, I think, as a parent, that's what I feel. I And another reason, I think, as I said, you know, I, uh, I think it in- enhances their self-worth, maybe, their own self-worth, because maybe they associate it with their child's success and how their child is, um, uh, you know, pairing uh, uh, in their life. So I think that also could be one of the reasons that it adds to their own self-worth. Though, of course, as a parent, as I said, that uh, I would really like my child to follow her calling and, uh, of course, not what I want for her. But I think these could be some of the reasons why I feel that a parent may want a certain, uh, you know, has a certain aspiration for the child, um, specific something which they feel uh, would actually be helpful for the child, but they may not really realize that uh, it can, you know, actually be harmful if the child really is not at all interested in a certain uh, line of work. Dr. Pule, what causes us as parents or guardians to want to enforce our dreams that we could not live on our children? Okay, I'm going to take a little bit of a long route um, to, to answer your question because I also want to answer it in the South African context um, and really, you know, make, make yeah, make some, some references to, to that. But this conversation that we're having belongs uh, probably in the social learning theory, um, that is about uh, modeling and imitating um, others. So um, parents want to be modeled for a sense of validation, a sense of achievement, acknowledgement, and fi- to fix their mistakes maybe. And in the South African context, we, we need to also remember that for many parents, um, they did not have the opportunities that children today have. Um, and if I, as a parent, take that as a negative, a, a back foot, a, um, you know, a, a minus on my scorecard, then I would r- rather want my child to have something better. So I, I might then want to live my life through my child and dream about what I would have been had I had the opportunities. So this has also that kind of political, social, cultural angle um, if we look at the history that we've had. Um, But the conflict will, of course, come from um, the fact that children are their own persons 
um, even though they are part of the family, but they are individuals, um, and and they would obviously um, it would obviously be the best case scenario if parents would let them um, shine in their own life. Dr. Pule, thank you. Uh, let's uh, come back after this. Late Night Conversations with Patricia Anduli. Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. Late Night Conversations on SAFM are leading the conversation. We are speaking social issues right now and the question is, are you as a parent or a guardian living vicariously through your children? The guest that we have uh, is uh, Dr. Neo Pule, who's a counselling psychologist and an, uh, an, an academic. And we also have Anu Palmer Dalmia, who is all the way in India. She is a Shiro champion, 20 times award-winning blogger, author, serial entrepreneur, social influencer, and a mentor. We are speaking their experiences and also experiences with uh, various uh, patients that they've interacted with. You can call us on 0891-104-207 or WhatsApp 614 4107. I'd like to go to a WhatsApp right now. And uh, the listener does not give us their name, but he says, uh, good evening, uh, Patricia. Thank you for such a beautiful show. I'm 26 years old and I grew up without a father in my life. So my mother has been there for me. And I realize that every time I do something, I have to be very sure that it makes her happy. She has had these big dreams that she couldn't achieve. So now I'm in a position that I have to give her everything that she wished for. And she'll even say, if you do this, I'll be very happy. Then I'll be in a corner to do it because it makes her happy. So I agree that children sometimes do things to make parents happy. And at the end of the day, they live a whole repeat of their parents' lives. Sure, this is, on the one hand, you know, it's heartwarming to know that there are children who'd want to go over and beyond to please their parents. But you also ask yourself, when will this particular individual live their life? Dr. Pule, when will, why, why do us as parents, right, always want to express um, subconsciously or subliminally our pressure to our children because it, it's also pressure that we are putting on our children when we tell them what big dreams we had and we could not achieve because of perhaps falling pregnant or having a partner leave us or a partner pass away. Hmm. Um, so so we did touch on this um, a little bit earlier um, where I mentioned that, you know, parents um, from being modeled, so they would like to be modeled um, and 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 if they are models, then they get a sense of um, validation from it, um, a sense of achievement from it, um, and and they can also get acknowledgement. Um, they get a chance to to almost redo their lives. Um, so 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 it may sound unfair, but you know, as you say, it's a it's at at quite an unconscious level. Um, sometimes, many times, we're not aware. Um, as parents, that that is what we're doing, you know, redoing our lives through through, through the next person. At another level, you know, um, parents can see themselves in their children, um, and 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 you, so so um, the par- the child that looks like a certain parent could sometimes have mo- most pressure from the specific parent that they look like because because of the very fact that they look like them. So that 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 parent sees themselves through that child. Um, but these are very, you know, uh, uh, um, 
unconscious um, dynamics that happen um, in, in, in relationships between children and parents. Anupama, what made you very conscious about your decision of not living vicariously through your children? Yes, so I have been very conscious about this uh, with my child because, uh, you know, I think what happens is normally we tend to make it so much about us. You know, as you said, that it, it becomes a lot about making us happy, making us proud. And, and then I think this, ha- this, you know, that tendency happens that, okay, we have to make our parents happy. And that, again, it, once we cross the line, it can be really uh, harmful for the kids. So I, as a parent, have been quite conscious with my child. Though right now, she's just five-year-old. But I try to avoid saying things to her which make her feel that, you know, if she does something, it is because it, it will make me proud. So like it could be a very small thing. Uh, you know, if she has to sit and maybe make a craft, uh, say, for example, and then uh, I don't say that, oh, you please do it because, you know, if you do it well, it's going to make me proud. I rather talk to her about how it's giving her happiness, how we are, you know, bonding over a certain activity. And I try to make it more about the happiness, the bonding and the relationship rather than, you know, talking to her about how a certain thing might be making me proud. And of course, uh, I do appreciate her when she achieves something, uh, but I try consciously to avoid making her feel that she has, uh, like, you know, I don't want to put that pressure on her that whatever she does, it is just to make us happy or us uh, proud as parents. And uh, both my, like my husband and I consciously try to achieve that with my daughter. Children are human beings. And this is one thing I think parents need to come to Mm -hmm. understand. Children are not just uh, um, an extension of who we are. They're human beings. So I like uh, the point that you've made, uh, Anupama, the fact that when you engage in an activity with your child, it's not about the child making you proud. It's about the child doing an activity that fulfills them and you having that time with that child. I've got a a WhatsApp here from Stephen. Steve says, I think all things that happen in one's life are spiritually um, and God plans for them. You cannot change as a parent, I had plans for my sons, but thank God they are successfully married gentlemen with good jobs. So, um, and, and Steve is here putting a spiritual element to the fact that, yes, we can plan for our children, but if there is also a higher power that one believes in, those things will just happen for those children, whether or not we plan or we force our will on them. Are you there, Dr. Pule? Yeah, I'm here. As we close off, could you just give us um, advice for children who are currently under pressure from their parents and also advice for parents? Okay. What I, I would like to, to say um, is that um, children, because children are their own persons, they need their own self-efficacy, which means that they need to feel their own sense of competence. And when they feel their own sense of competence, they will actually be able to make themselves proud and their parents proud because they will be good at what they're doing. They'll be able to achieve. And in that way, I guess, parents can feel as though, you know, that that their children are making them proud and they can get that sense of achievement um, together with the children. I think it is a good thing for parents to celebrate with their children um, and for parents to celebrate their children um, you know, instead of, of focusing on 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 com- conflicts and 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 you know things that would would um, cause raptures in in parent children relationships. So I've really enjoyed um, the example that your guest um, has given as well in terms of bonding with her child um, when her child is doing well.
Thank you very much, Dr. Pule. And just in closing for uh, just a couple of seconds, Anupama. Yes. Your comments in closing. Yeah, so I think uh, I would just like to close by saying that uh, there is nothing wrong in having dreams for your children. And uh, it's just that we shouldn't encumber them with it. So, and expecting that they are going to fulfill it is unfair. So, we can dream for them all they want. But at the end of the day, we have to be the guiding light for our kids, for them to follow their calling and treat them as individuals with their own dreams and desires. And I, I think that that's the uh, a best way to build that healthy bonding with our children when it comes to our expectations from each other. Thank you so very much. Let's move on to the news with Zolaga Kodashe.